welcome to episode number five of the Electrovibe podcast. Spooking things out a little bit here. I'm sitting down with Johnny O'Halloran. He and I are the uh, founding members, you might say, of the Awkward Moments. We've been at it for 10 plus years, and it all started for a couple of beers. I'm not going to beat around the bush this time. Here's the interview, and here's the music. Okay, Johnny O'Halloran here at uh, the Electrovibe Super Studios headquarters and, well, on Man Love. Hello there, Jimmy. It's nice to be here and experience this Man Love firsthand. I'm so glad you came. It's a temporary location, for better or worse. Um, But, man, we have a beautiful view of the Catalina Mountains, don't we? We sure do. And remember that every location is temporary because sooner or later we're all going to be dead. That's very true. Very true. Okay, so I'm gonna we're gonna play a whole bunch of music today, and I'll just get right to it with you. First of all, Johnny, me and you are the founders of the Awkward Moments, which of course I put my name in front of eventually, but that's a different story. I just like to refer to it as the Awkward Moments. I ignore the first part. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> but um, sitting around at Shay's Lounge after a silly gig with. Uh, with Tidy Paws and his, was that his kids' band we were playing with that time? It was um, something similar to that. I'm not really sure, but I do remember that afterward, we were having a cold beer in the Shays Lounge there on Fourth Avenue, and we were wondering what to do next. And our instruments were right there beside us, and so we figured, if we took them outside and played on the street, we could have money, so we could buy more cold beers. And it worked. Um, that's your opinion, but yes, I guess it did. <laughs> okay, the first song we're going to play is a live recording at the Rialto Theater. This was recorded by Jim Blackwood. He was doing some recording there for a short period of time for some reason. And I forget who we were opening up for. But uh, this recording has all three of the Rosano brothers, uh, Chris Black on violin, uh, James Grip on bass drum i used to get this 36 inch bass drum from the arizona theater company i just grab it from the props department that i was working at so and this is our a cover of a tom waits song down in the hole Thank you. 
This is but before this is before the guitar days when you started playing both or right. picking and choosing. Well, I mean, the saw is a novelty instrument. There's no denying that. It's a lot of fun and people like it, but a little bit goes a long way. Yeah. <laughs> well, try being an accordion player. Yeah, no, accordion's even worse than saw. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why I always made sure I had a big band, and so that I could. Right. Play the accordion less and less. Jimmy, do you know the difference between an accordion and a trampoline? No. People take off their shoes before they jump up and down on a trampoline. All right. On that note, let's go ahead and play I Hear You Knocking live at the Rialto Theater featuring, in a way, if you were there live, you would have seen this, the great AJ. At the time, she was going by A-Plane tap dancing. Hear You Knocking. We're going to bring A-plane back up for you.
LSD. And I was telling Samantha this. I don't I don't think she could appreciate quite how crusty we were when we started. I hadn't been playing the accordion that long. And you just started playing your saw. And you, it's not like you had been playing steady with it for years. Well, I learned how to play the saw in 2000. Um, the, a fellow called Andy McCormick up in Minneapolis, Minnesota, a good friend of mine. Um, he's, he's about as good as they come on the song. I heard him on the Prairie Home Companion. Yeah, he played that great Duke Ellington number with those guys. Yeah, he's great. <clears throat> I watched him, and I asked for his advice, and he says, while pushing up his glasses with his index finger, you got to keep that leg moving. <laughs> so that's how it goes. Excellent, excellent. So you... Originally, it was just because we were more novel than anything. It was me on accordion, you on saw, and then we slowly built up Chun Chun, whose real name is Sean Rogers, started playing his upright bass a little. And then Ryan Eggleston of the Golden Boots started playing uh, mostly banjo, sometimes a mandolin. After we decided to do what we did that Friday, we went that weekend <clears throat> busking on the streets for the Fourth Avenue Street Fair. Sometime on Saturday or Sunday, a gentleman comes by who was in charge of the UFO festival in Roswell, New Mexico, and said, hey, we'd love to have you out at the festival. I'm like, okay, sure, whatever. And sure enough, I got a call from him, and the next festival came around some months later. We went to Roswell, New Mexico, and opened up for a band that had a video projection of an alien playing the drums. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. It was kind of a good gig. I mean, we got like a thousand bucks, free room, and we got all this out of just trying to make beer money. It was it was pretty interesting. Yeah. Um. Well, it's it was an interesting drive. There's no interstate expressway goes near there, so you have to take state highways and everything. It was quite a drive. And mm-hmm. um, Roswell was a cool looking town. Um. By cool, you mean like. Because there was weird alien people walking around. Well, yeah, and also it, um, it's like a piece of Americana, you know, that's dying away. It's it's too out of the way to be completely destroyed by uh, corporate style America yet. Right, but right. hey, it's coming. It's coming for everybody. Well, <laughs> that goes without saying. I think, although they're pretty far removed, being away from those interstates. For That's sure. true, but um, but at the same, t- by the same token, that was um maybe thirteen or fourteen years ago. So who knows what's happened in the meanwhile? It's true, that that festival might be just going off the hook uh, any day now. Yeah. Okay, so <clears throat> that's an interesting uh, sidebar of the origin of the awkward moments. But so the next two, we're gonna go right to the last record. I played a couple numbers with Samantha on the previous episode from the beautiful melody, the record we recorded at Wave Lab. And we picked one out here, Little Brown Jug. It's a good drinking tune. Um, I'll just let it rip. And are you playing? You're playing guitar on I'm playing this. the guitar and, and shouting the background vocals with you there. Yes, yes. I never use a microphone for that because my voice is um, ridiculously loud, so... Yeah, I and, don't usually and, need and it. usually quite pristine at times. Okay, little brown jug. Here it goes. Little 
live alone in a little old house we call our own. She likes gin and I like rum and we have a lot of fun. <laughs> you and me, little brown jug, I love you. <laughs> you and me, little brown jug, I love you. You know, when I go toiling on the farm with a little old jug underneath my arm, I put her under a shady tree. Oh, little brown jug, it's just you and me. So the next tune we have uh, queued up is from, I don't know why I stuck this in there really, but when we did the beautiful melody session, I wanted to do a Bukowski piece. And so we did. I just read Tragedy of the Leaves over some improv music. And I picked this song, not necessarily for any high reason. Mostly it's just short. It just gets right to the struggle of life. And, and I always appreciate art that that goes there i know you loosely had an idea about how the music should go but it was mainly just improvisation which um was something that we mostly did well um except for the times that we didn't but it worked out this time and Indeed. Uh, i'm glad that you included it i think well we had done enough of it where everyone was comfortable with that just hey just make some noise and Make it make sense if you can. Right. Well, <clears throat> when we made that record, I know Jimmy said on the one of the last podcasts that um, um, Craig from Wave Lab um came at Jimmy with an idea to uh, uh, make a live record with an audience, um, so that um tickets could be sold, so that Jimmy and and us could make a free record. <laughs> 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 and so, it came out really. Um, pretty good um, and we kind of just winged it we didn't practice at all before it or anything because um, we notoriously dislike to rehearse I would have one rehearsal a year if 
there was somebody new to the band that really wanted that. And it was still terrible. And that was it. So, but don't hold that again. <laughs> the proof is in the the proof is in the recordings. <laughs> yeah, but don't hold that against <laughs> us either, because we might be wrong. <laughs> we are a lot. <laughs> okay, tragedy of the leaves. to dryness and the ferns were dead the potted plants yellow as corn my woman was gone and the empty bottles like bled corpses surrounded me with their uselessness the sun was still good though and my landlady's note cracked in fine and undemanding yellowness what was needed now was a good comedian, ancient style, a jester with jokes upon absurd pain. Pain is absurd because it exists, nothing more. shaved carefully with an old razor. The man who had once been young and said to have genius. But that's the tragedy of the leaves, the dead ferns, the dead plants. And I walked into a dark hall where the landlady stood, execrating and final, sending me to hell waving her fat, sweaty arms and screaming, screaming for the rent, because the world had failed us both. Since you and I are talking about the very origin of things, I, we can't not speak a little bit of Sound Sweet, which is a uh, first record that we did with Bisbee Records. The first record had, this is before I got my name in front of everything and took over. So, <laughs> so there's, there's, everyone sings before on Before the dark ages. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going to do it for episode number five of the Electrovibe podcast. Uh, at the end of the tragedy of the leaves there, I love how that trombone comes in at the very end, having not really spoken throughout that piece. That was Fruit Pie, Jeff Marchand, a member of the Crawdaddio Brass Band, which is a band I poured myself into for some years. 
I uh, hope to s- introduce that music real soon and some other players from that band. Anyways, there's a lot more to come and a lot for me to choose from. So until I put together the next little rendition, take her easy. Mm-hmm. 